0: Hey guys, my name's Hayden. I'm the DM here at the Dice House. Let's get into this next episode. As all of you see, the large figure of the griffin began to lift and fly above the the small village town of Muckwood. It begins to head out a little bit east over the riverside towards a small forest clearing away from the village where Zaire had originally sent the griffin from. And as the griffin comes down and lands near you, Lerota gets down from its claws and pretty terrified because whether you know the griffin is friendly or not, it's not exactly um, a welcoming sight. These are pretty vicious predators, and you can see her hands are shaking a little bit, but she gets up and kind of dusts herself off a little bit. Thank you for getting me out of there.
1: Ah, you should thank the griffin. I did nothing.
0: Thanks, As the griffin kind of just kind of flinches a little bit and then kind of realizes everything's all
1: right. So that ear's going to... I'm oh, Sorry, I couldn't resist. That was hilarious. Probably the funniest thing I've done in a month.
0: She just kind of looks at you just not sure what to do. Like the scared nature of deer as it is. She's just having a hard time processing everything that's happened over the past few minutes.
1: Well, we should get you to your people while you think about the last few moments of your life.
0: Yeah, I would really appreciate getting back to my people.
1: So, we should get back on the griffin, but on its back, not in its claws, and head that way. The griffin will fly faster than the raven. It will still take us a while, but not as long.
0: That would definitely uh, be be better than riding in its claws. That was kind of scary.
1: He's just going to kind of take her and froop, blow her up on the griffin, oh, and then jump up and take off
0: okay so as you guys begin to rise up into the air how long does your spell last by the way up to an hour up to an hour so it's an hour and a half to get there and about an hour and a half back you'll have to burn three spell slots to do it
1: oh yeah to get back to get back i'll probably just turn myself into something
0: um you don't have flying till eighth level
1: yeah but i can turn myself into like a horse or something
0: okay i'm just just fyi okay.
1: yeah, that's fine I'll, I'll come back on foot
0: all right so technically you would use two spell slots to get there because first hour and then that last half hour.
1: Can I turn into a deer? Is that one of the things you would consider I'd probably have in my Mm hmm. Yeah, I'd say so. I'll just turn into the horse. Um I don't want to use another spell slot on it. Okay. So after the hour I'll just turn on the horse and she can just she'll just have to rough it.
0: All right. And so you are turning into the horse?
1: Yes. You're
2: going to have her ride you.
1: Yes.
0: You had a rough idea of where these people are. About an hour and a half south. You will have to traverse some of the swamps and down the river and everything like that. So I would say in order to make it on your way there, go ahead and roll me a survival check. Are
1: you guys going with him? I got a nat 20.
3: I'm still listening to the wonderful music because
2: I told
1: them to stay behind
2: I, I was still assuming that we're still back there like I shot that thing or sacred flame did as it was flying away
0: okay yeah so you guys you guys are a, a little ways away you guys will be in the town for about three hours or so before he gets back Uh for you so as you're riding with the You guys begin to take the path down where the river, because there's a river that runs alongside the village of Muckwood heading south. Uh, And you guys take the road that begins to head down kind of parallel to the river. In about an hour or so, the river splits into multiple different tracks. So one of them kind of heads off towards the west. A couple of them head off towards the southeast, the southwest, and one continues heading down the center. And you cross a couple of these trying to head south. And They're they're not super deep at this point, but deep enough that you will still have to swim over it. Um, Not exactly any large bridges being built around these or anything, but it's easy enough to get through. Nothing crazy. Being that you rolled so well, uh, you are able to make it past the swamp area without much of an issue. Eventually, you reach around the hour and a half, hour, 45-minute mark, and you see a rather large group of humanoids heading down into the true swamp areas. What do you want to do?
1: I remember, if Wild Shape, you can talk while you're in Wild Shape.
0: No, you he, cannot.
1: He's by himself, right?
0: He's with LaRota
1: Right, him. we're in the town. Okay. Cool. You're I'm, still
4: playing badass music.
0: And how long do your wild shape last? Just FYI. Uh, an hour. An hour.
1: So we're getting close.
0: So, well, we said for to get there, it's about an hour and a half. So this would be your second wild shape.
1: No, no, we flew an hour on the Griffin. And oh, then, okay. Um, the other hour, I'm on as a horse. Got you. Yeah. So my first wild shape, and then I would just ride her into the camp because I'm just going to look like a normal horse and hope she knows to explain. The situation before I shift back into this giant fucking Tiger Man.
2: This is an awkward image. The horse riding the deer.
1: Oh. <laughs> She's gonna ride me, whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My imagine just went great with that.
4: Where is that fan art? <laughs> <laughs> Holding an American flag, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: As
0: as you begin to kind of approach this large grouping Lerota kind of calls out it's like hey hey and you see a few of the different people kind of look back and looks of excitement and joy begin to overtake them as three smaller figures begin rushing out from the group out towards the area where Uh, you are currently carrying her you can see it's three smaller humanoid figures and they are kind of tripping each other and rushing and running out towards where you guys are at and as they get closer you can see it is a few more of the beastful but these three have very rodent like features very squirrel like you can see a large bushy tail coming out from behind them you see one of them has this kind of dark red cloak
4: are these uh, are these three important are these three important because if they turn into the chipmunks the chipmunks were known for fucking things up so like we may have to murder these three rodent chipmunk people things
1: I'm sitting here trying to play the series as I hear, and you just won't stop, and I'm just like, oh, God, please.
4: Remember, the just to get it out of our system, does everybody remember the robot chicken where um, the chipmunks are there and the guy pumps the helium into the room to make their voices high, but he pumps too much helium in the room and they all die?
1: No. No, you don't remember that. Okay. Anyways, okay. I've got it out of my system.
2: I, I think I'm I think I'm good that was just it, it was just too like perfectly called for like I had to go with it uh
0: one of the others actually has a dark gray and the other one has kind of this yellowish cloak to them and all three of them have very squirrel like features uh, and you can see they have kind of this reddish fur they are not chipmunks but they are they are squirrel-like and as they kind of are heading out. You can see them constantly jumping over uh, different rocks and logs and things that may be in the muck of this swamp area. And they're also kind of tripping over each other as uh, as they are rushing out here. You can see one of them is like, "Hey!" and the other one kind of sticks out his foot a little bit. And you see one of them faceplant. And the other one kind of jumps over him and keeps running towards you guys. And this happens over and over again. And eventually they run up and they're like. Lerota, you're here! She's like, yeah, I've... I made it, thanks to, uh... <laughs> she kind of pats you. Uh, good friend of mine. Um... Oh, that's a nice horse! Um, you should bring it with <laughs> us, he make... Oh, God!
1: And I just ca- I catch her and set her down. That way she didn't just go flying.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I probably should have explained he's... He's not actually a horse? You can see now, they're... They have booked it, like they have. They're about thirty feet away right now, just having run,
1: <laughs> very squirrel-like. Awfully courageous.
0: Uh, they they think they are until they see actual battle and they eye tail the other way. You know, they're they're no more than a few years old. They're not they're not meant to be brave right now. They will eventually, but they're not fighters yet. But yeah. Thank you so much for bringing me here.
1: Of course. But you still need to talk to whoever's in charge. I have to give them instructions.
0: Yes. Um, okay. So uh, let me see. He's probably going to be up near the front. She kind of begins looking around and then she kind of looks. And, oh, there he is. Here, come with me.
1: In the time that she was looking around... Zai's is going to have taken a few steps towards the kids and crouched down and just start waving. Like not even paying attention to her.
0: You can see at this point, they're kind of weary, but they also are, they're also kind of approaching you because they realize you're a friend of their friend, but they're also very weary of newcomers. Uh, the fact that you have beast-like features helps a lot and you don't look actually human. So they're they're a little bit more trustworthy of you. And they begin to kind of approach and look you up and down. Whoa. Who are you? And the other two kind of chime in. Yeah, who are you?
1: My name is Zaire Baltholomew. I'm just kidding, it's just Zaya.
0: He's here all all three of them in harmony kinda
1: whoa. Yes, whoa. It's impressive.
0: Are you like a like a tiger? What are you? I am Onan.
1: Part tiger, other part tiger, part human.
0: Oh, oh, if yeah, we're part of human too. Um, I mean, I, I hate, I don't, I don't like humans, but I'm part human, I guess.
1: You learn to live with what you
0: hate. I guess that's fair. All right. Um, and and you hear a. <clears throat> And behind you, you can see all three of their heads turn. And with Zaire.
1: <laughs> Zaire's head also. Turns.
0: And there's just Larota with her arms crossed, kind of tapping her foot a little bit. I think we have somebody to meet.
1: Someone settling bread? No. Oh, yes. Okay, let's go.
0: You guys begin to head up towards the front of where this large group of people is until you eventually come up on a group that's kind of centered towards the front and you can tell they're a decent ways ahead of everybody else they're about 50 to 100 feet ahead of this entire large groove of people and you see about three different figures uh one of them you can tell has these large oblong ears that stick up above his head you can see he's wearing very light armor with a small rapier and a wooden shield. You can see very rabbit-like features from behind. Another one, you see very matted black fur. You see these very large red shoulder pads that are. They have like this chainmail that runs across his back and across his chest. It's a very large wolf-like figure, and in front you see this almost humanoid, but much less human than the rest of them, white furred bear-like figure that has this series of intricate, black almost, almost tattoos. If it wasn't for the fur, you would think they would be tattoos, but it's almost like paintings of war paint into the uh, white fur. You can see across his right eye, is a large slash wound that comes from the top and almost straight down, and the eye itself seems to be mostly healed over. And he carries a very large war hammer on his back, much larger than the ones you would normally see, but being that he's a very large figure himself, you would assume he could probably carry a decent amount of weight.
1: We're about to have an Armstrong moment here. (laughs)
0: Uh, As you approach with LaRota You hear a voice Hey, who goes there? As this almost rabbit-like figure turns around And kind of crouches down a little bit And is looking around very quickly And you can see the ears shifting left and right Trying to pinpoint the area where the sound's coming from he looks over at you Who are you?
1: I'm uh, Zaire, who are you?
0: I asked the questions around here. And you see the the wolf kind of hit him on the shoulder. And he's like, no, you don't <laughs> get out of here. You, you're barely asked to do anything at all. It's you're just lucky <laughs> to be here.
1: You barely coming from. Well, it wasn't from the bear, from the wolf, but that's still funny.
0: <sighs> and then LaRota kind of looks over and she's like. He's he's a good friend. He helped us get out of here. Um, or at least he helped me escape from the village. When I got left behind, and you see the, kind of, the rabbit-looking figure kind of put his head down a little bit.
1: Who's asking the questions now? It seems like you didn't do your job very well.
0: Whatever, buddy. I'm watching you.
1: You should watch me save your people because that's what's about to happen.
0: No, whatever, man. And he kind of just... He kind of just puts his head down and walks away. He wanted to have his cool moment, but it just didn't work out for him. <laughs> Next time, buddy. And uh, you see the the wolf-like figure begin to approach. My name's Nam Karan. It's a pleasure to meet you. You saved our friend over here?
1: Uh, It was a group effort, but I'm representing the group that saved her, yes.
0: Well... We appreciate your help. Um, you don't see many people around here who's willing to help out the beast folk, but...
1: Well, I've come specifically myself out of the group because I have a little bit more help I could offer if you're willing to hear me out.
0: All right. I mean, I'm not the decision maker around here, so you're going you to want to talk to Barlamir. He's the big fellow with the scary tattoos.
1: Hmm. Um but I'm yeah. trembling a little bit. you can't tell but
0: yeah, you're right I can't. I didn't get that I didn't really get that feeling off
1: here because I'm not really scared. I'm scared of nothing until I am.
0: I'm not much for jokes so you can just go talk to him okay no he's right over there okay he kind of goes back to messing with his other friend like you know you can't just say you ask questions around here right like we're right here and it's like I I know okay as they're kind of walking off and you see as you walk up towards the front this very large bear-like figure has this map in his hands and is kind of looking out and surveying the different areas and now that you're getting up close he's he's a big fellow he is somewhere in the area of nine and a half feet tall probably somewhere in that in that range and um uh, Lerota kind of looks back or walks up to him and is like um uh, Yes, what is it? I I have somebody here who thinks they can help us. Um, if I want to talk to him, he kind of rescued me from the village. All right. <clears throat> How can I help you?
1: Well, I'm here to help you, potentially. I come from a large group of wood elves uh, from down south. Yes sort of southwest Uh, recently they've had to abandon their home due to a potential threat but they know their way around the forest and they know how to rebuild and they know how to build up a society once more given the situation that you're in and your people are in I know that they would accept you uh, as their own people if you need a home and you need a place to call your own. My father is the village elder and a childhood long, lifelong friend is set to become the next elder. I can say without talking to them again that you and your people would be most welcome.
0: Hmm. So basically what you came to offer me was a place to stay?
1: Not a place to stay, but a place to grow your people, and a place to call home.
0: I do appreciate the offer, but we're going to stay here. We don't run.
1: I understand your stance, but don't you think this could be handled without bloodshed? It's possible.
0: There might be ways to handle this without bloodshed. We could run away to another country. We could give up our home, our land, anything that was taken from us. We could let the people who have degraded us for generations win, but we're not going to do that.
1: I'm not asking you to run away or to abandon your home. What we could do is, uh, if you would be willing to send a scout or someone to meet with my people. They could send someone as a mediator, someone that's a neutral party. The humans won't treat an elf how they've treated you, and perhaps a very skilled tongue and a very wise person like my father could get through to them. And you could go into living in harmony instead of having to battle for it. How much of a fan of history are you? I like the long tail as my tail waxed
0: throughout history there have been many times that things have been able to be resolved amicably without bloodshed but how often did those issues involve slaves how often did they involve other things of that nature I can't think of one the only thing that motivates these people is greed and money of which I've gotten neither. so I'm gonna to talk to them in a language that they do understand. And that's, uh, and he reaches back towards his war hammer and he kind of pats it a little bit. Seems to be the only language that they speak.
1: Well, I can't stop you. Again, I would implore you to seek out a diplomatic way or the path of least bloodshed if it does come to that. Run them out make it your home again, but if you kill these people or you go with these people, they're going to send more people. They're going to be much more well-trained, they're going to be more well-armed, and who knows what comes with that. But I can promise you, it will come. My people have been in a similar position as you outside of Ilasari. My people were persecuted anytime they were brought into the city They were beaten, they were subjected to all sorts of racism, they were treated very poorly. They know what you're going through and it doesn't have to come to what it would when the consequences come for you. You have to, I understand your pride and I understand the want to resolve this. But at the cost of your people, what truly are you resolving in the end of it?
0: He thinks to himself for a minute. I do appreciate the offer of help. I really do. But this is not something that can be resolved so easily. But if you wish to tell them of our existence... And if we were to get in communications with them, we may be able to work something out. But until that day comes, we'll reside where we always have. We'll continue to do what we have been doing.
1: Would you be willing to have someone as a mediator between your people?
0: If I trust that they were able to align with our interests, and not just the humans, possibly.
1: My father would be far more in line with your interests than the human's interests. But he would be a fair person on both sides. Just because he fights for you and what you want doesn't mean that he won't. Or that doesn't mean that he will disregard either side. But he will be fair. And he would come.
0: You up on your offer to speak with him. I can't promise any more than that, but I will speak with him.
1: Well, I ask if you speak with him and you decide that you still want to go down this path, I won't put any barriers up for you, and neither will he. He'll respect your decision.
0: If you have a raven scent, tell him that there is an old ruined castle. Outside the eastern side of the Whispering Woods. That is where we stay.
1: I would be willing to meet with him. I'll get the message to him and he will meet you there.
0: All right. Now, if you'll excuse us, I have to get everybody back home.
1: Zaire will turn to um, the girl and he'll just kind of nod. Glad I got you safely here. Glad you're back with your people. But I need to get back to mine.
0: All right. Thanks again for your help.
1: Of course. I wish you all the best.
0: Thank you. She kinda goes and hops up next to the rest of the group into that larger group area. And I'm guessing you begin to make your way back.
1: Yeah. Uh, from the time you he got here till now, has it been about a half hour? Like, what do you mean? Well, because I recover my oh, wild shape charge. You
0: have to actually take like a short rest.
1: Okay. Well, then I'll chang out for a little bit. Okay. Just to recover it. Good and job. Chang out for a little bit. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah, turn back into the horse. And
0: I'll say, in you're heading straight back there.
1: Actually, I'm going to turn into a deer because they can probably traverse this a lot better than a horse.
0: It's up to you. For your journey back, just make me a survival check using the animal stat block.
4: No, all I could think when he's like I'll just turn into a deer I'm like oh man I hope you don't get shot on the way back
1: <laughs> I, I changed to direwolf we're direwolf um, five give me this venison today
2: no bambi's mom I
0: want you to go ahead and roll me a dexterity saving throw real quick
4: <laughs> we spend the whole session him running a survival check gauntlet as a deer
0: Three. <laughs> three I rolled a one <laughs> So as you begin to head back, uh, you kind of see this small wooded area that kind of runs along the uh, along the river line that leads you back. And you're like, you know, what, it's got a bit more cover. I'll go ahead and run through there and just use it for cover. A few minutes in from running, you hear a snap, and suddenly your back end of your body goes flying over the front end, and you realize I'm your in a front paw. Trap. Is stuck in a hunter's trap.
1: God damn it, Josh! You had to say something. <laughs> I was. You
0: take you say it. three points of piercing oh. damage.
1: God damn it, Ramsey!
0: <laughs> oh no, that that was already happening, anyways. <laughs> I know.
1: All right, three points,
0: and you are currently stuck.
1: So, how big is this trap?
0: It's a hunting trap. I mean, it's. I just, know,
1: but there's like. It's it's
0: it's meant for medium-sized game. Okay. It's not a. It's not a large like, looking for bears and things like that. It's it's medium-sized game.
1: So if I unshift, I'm going to be much larger than the trap. You should be able to just pry it. Right. So I'm going to unshift and pry it, and then just and just be really mad. (laughs) But my really mad's like, "Ah, that hurt. Why is this trap out here? If I see who put this trap out here, I'm gonna rip their head off. I'm curious
0: as you break away from the trap and begin making your way back, you don't you don't really run into any other issues. Um it's a pretty smooth sailing from there now, for you guys. Zaire, in total, probably been gone close to a total of about three and a half hours or so. Is there
4: anything that you guys wanted to do? Yeah, so we knew about the griffin already taking her. He didn't know. Oh, you didn't? Oh, I forgot. Stone Shield did not know about that. No, he
3: was standing with her while she was on the shield. That's what it was.
2: I thought we were heading over to our section, and I was about to just pick up the role play of it, because, again, Stone Shield has no idea... Why this Griffin? And nobody's freaking out about this Griffin just coming in and
4: swooping this girl up. Well, it Mugen's performance checks, if I remember correctly, were were good enough where oh. nobody gave a shit. I think I rolled like a thirty. So,
0: kind of what happened is you distracted people enough, and then eventually you directed the townsfolk attention to it. And when they realized it was one of the the beastfolk people, they didn't really care that much. They were like, at least it ate them and not us.
3: I have a general question. Every time you summon a griffin, does it look the same? Like, would Stone Shield be able to recognize, oh, hey, that's Zaire's griffin? No.
1: Because, no. Because the last griffin I summoned went into oblivion and went...
3: Okay, but they don't look the same. Like, they wouldn't all have, like, blue feathers.
1: Like, the same graphic is what yeah. you're saying. No. Well, Each time he summons it. a griffin, it's a different griffin. He okay. doesn't... It, it's not like an animal companion where it's like a familiar, so it's a different one every time. Got
2: okay. it. So nobody's freaking out about this Griffin.
3: So after he shoots the fire fire bolt, fire, I I did sacred sky.
2: flame at him. I hit him with flames, and nobody else decides I'll to attack. I'll
3: run up to Stone Shield, which is more of like a leisurely walk for most people, uh, and try and get his attention to tell him to just calm down. It's okay. There's a there's a plan.
2: Even though it's out of range, I'm going to try to shoot another sacred flame at it as it was flying away.
3: Meanwhile, he's knocking out his kneecaps.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then Metallica's playing over here on stage.
4: Master of puppets. No. Uh, um. So, moving off to the side or up on the stage is just like, because after the griffin is flown out of range and is like, well... At least it took one of the the beast folk and not all of us. Right, everybody? Thank God we're not beast folk.
0: You hear a collective bit of yeah. murmurs and, like, sighs and kind of agreeance with you.
4: That's right.
2: That's right. It. Do any of them throw coins at him in admiration? What was your performance check? Like 30s. It was, it was think, pretty high. Was I high. think it was like a 28 Summer to a 30. That a natural
4: 19 that you rolled. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a plus 11 to my performance check. Well, and it was done with my thing. So I should have added three more because of my proficiency it's bonus.
0: A, uh, <laughs> it's a pretty poor town. They're not super rich, but you do manage to get five gold pieces. Cool. Three silver pieces and eight copper.
1: You also get a bra
3: or two. <laughs> pantaloons.
4: Pantaloons? Would are they no pantaloons. bras? Are is it pantaloons for women? Would that be the med- medieval? No, term?
3: pantaloons are like basically underwear. They're like shorts,
4: diaper. Regardless, Everywhere it doesn't it, it doesn't matter. Uh, it I'm matters. Gonna, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take a couple of gold and just to just to con- just to continue on with Mugen's goal, which is to make everybody in the town remember how awesome we are, I'm gonna take the two gold over to like, cause it was like a everybody had gathered up to like kill these the beastmen, hadn't they? That was what we had walked into in the town.
0: They were trying to put out all the fires from this so that's raid. What, that's what and it was. That's what they were
3: interrogating the deer.
4: Gym. That's what it was. Like I want to take the I want to take two of the gold coins and I want to go and just be like, all right, everybody. You know, drinks are on Mugen and the crew that showed up to save everybody. You know, just remember us whenever we leave that we showed up and saved everybody.
0: Nice. And you see everybody kind of funnel into this really small local bar. It wasn't meant to hold a lot of people. (laughs) So everybody's very, very tightly packed.
4: You know, with the the fires burning, maybe the roof burned off. It can be an open air bar.
0: (laughs) But, um... Yeah, everybody is able to get drinks and stuff like that.
3: With everything kind of being burnt down and scattered the way it is and having all the people now in this open-air bar, would I be able to see if there was like a library so, or uh, book stashes? And so any of the, the,
0: um, the bar itself wasn't one of the buildings that really got hit. It was mostly buildings that were on the outskirts of town. Uh, in total, they really only fully lost about five or six buildings and they're not even really buildings they these are more huts and small houses and things like that. Uh we did end up losing a few of them, but there wasn't it wasn't a ton of them. It was only about 5 or 6. And some there were some minor damage to other buildings, but okay. not enough to really do a ton. Okay. Yeah. But as far as that goes, there's actually not a library in this town because it is it's not even a town, it's a village. It's small. Okay. Yeah, it's mostly a farming area that happens to have some people who have, have to live nearby to be able to they farm have like stuff. They like, their journals. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Cool. Anything else that y'all wanted to do within this four hours? The
2: only thing I could think of for Stone Shield's sake would be he would go into the village and just kind of ask around, try to figure out why they hate these deer folk, why they seem to think that these, are like, basically figure out more information on the raiders. Because as of right now, I don't know whose side to really be on the villagers or the raiders. Who's the true bad guy?
0: Okay. I will say make a general investigation check.
4: Does, while he's doing that, can can Mugen look around and see if there's any, like, curio shops or any antique shops? I mean, it's, I know it's a crap village, but I mean, even a guy selling random stuff on the side of the road I'm always looking for random trinkets and such
0: make a investigation check
2: eight eight total yep
0: you ask people around here and they give you some very minor answers like you know we just don't like them you know they're slaves why like why do you care things of that nature but you don't really get a meaningful conversation from anybody very surface level kind of just it's Always been this way, so what, like, why do you care?
4: Would they be a little freaked out by the fact he's a fucking warforge? I guess not. They just got attacked, so yeah, uh, I that's a, the
0: least of their carriers right
4: now, right? I rolled at 18, but with uh, per, it's 22 with my bonuses.
0: I mean, you kind of look around and you don't really see one, so you begin to kind of ask people or ask around and. People will tell you there was one here. It was kind of on the outside of town, but it was a small little shop. I mean, you can go check it out if it's still standing. Uh, It's kind of close to the river.
4: Cool. I'm going to go. I want to go try to find that shop. I want to follow.
0: Yeah. So you end up going down there. And you head towards the river and you see that this is the area that most of the beast folk had approached from. And outside is this old gnomish man standing outside of one of these burnt down shacks. And you can see this half burnt down sides uh, signs hanging from one of the only posts left standing that just says, you can see axe at the end. You would think some along the lines of maybe knickknacks, but you probably can't. <laughs> you can't make it out for sure. Kind of takes his hat and throws it down on the ground. Dang,
4: What's what's going on there, Mister Gnome?
0: Ah, these little beast folk coming around here, and burning down my shops. <laughs>
4: I'm not laughing. In, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at his character. <laughs> You're laughing in character. <laughs> I'm laughing at the character, not as Mugen, though. So okay. Can, uh,
0: <sighs> yeah, you know, I come in here, I work real hard every day, and uh, this is what I get. God
4: damn it. Well, sometimes the gods throw misfortunes at us, unfortunately.
0: Nah, fuck the
4: gods, too. Whoa, whoa.
3: Would I be able to, like, hear yelling from where I am?
4: Unless you went with them, no. Okay. Probably not. Well, maybe I can throw a little coin at your way if you have anything I'm looking for. I'm always looking for curios. He looks at you.
0: Looks back at the down <laughs> building. Looks back at you looks down at the ground and sees like a burnt portion of the sign picks it up and is like, that's probably the only the piece I got left
4: anything else I can help you search the burnout shack to see if we can find anything my friend there might be some gold in it for you depending on what if we find something I'm looking for damn all right come on inside let's figure it out if
0: we see if we can see any of this shit
3: inside or come on this is all burned down
4: You're going to jail for that one. (laughs) It was good. (laughs) No, no one. Hey guys, Mugen speaking. Just wanted to remind all of you to like, comment, subscribe, and let everybody in the comments know why you like Mugen the best.